And we're back with another hey, one. Welcome up? to the Lunch Trade Boys. You got your co-host Daquan here. You got your other co-host Danny what's here. Up? And we got a special guest, a returning guest. <laughs> the homie Brandon's in the building. What up, Brandon? What's what? up? Oh, I'm excited. <laughs> yeah, no. We were just catching up. I'm like, yeah. nice to be back in Danny's apartment. <laughs> Watching fire. I'm like, I mean, I'm excited to talk again. So nice. thank y'all for inviting me back. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Um, I want to start off with thank you or with the thank you. Um, the last time you were on, you had gave me a lot of motivation, inspiration on like continuing my journey, this creative journey I'm on. And I, I think back to our conversation a lot. I even like went back and watched the episode, and like you gave me a lot of you know lessons and just motivation. So I want to say thank you. Man. I appreciate <laughs> that. No, because I feel like sometimes. I don't know. Like, sometimes I feel like I'm just talking and then, like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, but that's one of my biggest things. Like, I just like to, like, you know, not even help people, but, like, if I could just say something that, like, I don't know, clicks or, like, yo, I didn't think about it this way or whatever, like, that shit means the most to me. So, I, I really appreciate that. No, thank you, Thank man. you for having me back. I don't know. This is getting my creative juices flowing, too. Like, I don't know. Just doing stuff like this just always feels good. Yeah. Um, how you been, though? What's been up? What's new? <laughs> oh, well, I was just telling Danny, so nothing crazy has been new. So since we last talked, you know, I started my podcast. Yeah. Y'all were a big yeah. influence in that. Just like kind of being like, okay, like my boys is doing it. I was like, I can do it. You know what I'm saying? So it felt good kind of like maybe like a month or two after we recorded. I was like, okay, let me just, just start. Like, don't be so nervous. Use what you got. Like, mm-hmm. you got a mic. You got so <laughs> been doing that take a little bit of a break gonna get back into it like coming up over the next few weeks i don't know just life happens like you know mental yeah, health yeah. literally i couldn't afford not couldn't afford my therapist but they were like you owe a hundred dollars oh. and i was like damn I back the trauma. <laughs> every time i want to pay and get back it's like damn that hundred dollars has been used already <laughs> so i think a little mental health break and um and then just trying out different stuff like uh, I was just telling Danny before, um, my boy he actually lives over his him and his girlfriend live around here, and they let me be on like a song. So oh, I did man. a little verse, hey. you know, sing some bars, <laughs> recorded this past weekend. So just really trying to like get back into it and just like find that good like work life balance because it's been a lot of work yeah. <laughs> for, the, for the longest. So just trying to get back into shit. How was that podcast experience for you? Are you enjoying it? <laughs> yeah, I am really enjoying it. And y'all probably know better than, like, you know, anybody else because y'all been really, like, doing it consistently. But it just feels good, I think, to, like, have something where it's, like, you know, your voice and, you know, your platform that you're creating. And you really just get a chance to, you know, flex. Like, you know, if you have an idea, be like, I just want to do this. Like, yeah. who can I get to speak to this? Or So I think that's been fun. And um, a big thing for me, too, has just been, like, um, I'm a very to myself person, so like it's good to one put your thoughts out there, have people react to like okay, like you do have a POV on something, but also just seeing the support. Honestly, like friends, family, like ain't nowhere even nobody been like that's just trash, bro. Stop doing <laughs> it. Like everybody's like keep going. Like what's next? Like let me do an episode. So I think that is the one thing that uh, it keeps me motivated. Of like you know on top of doing the work, it's just like yo, it just feels good to have people like. You know, rallying behind you because I think sometimes yeah. it'd be easy to forget that you'd be like, "Yo, I'm all alone." Like, yeah, like <laughs> ain't nobody gonna listen. And then you know, you got homies playing in, in the car and stuff. I'm like, "Oh shit, yeah, she really playing this in the car." <laughs> I'm like, this is what Drake was really. Like, I ain't there yet, but you know, so it's a good feeling. 
Yeah, no, I, I feel that. And I really enjoy your podcast. Leave us leave a seat podcast. Um, save you a seat. Save you a seat. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah. And I, I I listened to a couple episodes and one of them, I forgot who was your guest, but you guys were just talking about like filmmaking and stuff like that. And I was like, Wow, like not only was it insightful, but it was like really entertaining. So I was like, I really enjoy your podcast, man. Uh, yeah. yeah well, <laughs> Great like, no, like no, I that makes me feel good, bro. Like for real, because I don't like I don't know, like I think for me and i'm starting to get more of like a focus on what i want the overall purpose to be of it and i think that's another fun part because i think sometimes going into these creative endeavors you feel like you need to have everything figured out yeah day one <laughs> and i don't know if y'all perfectionists but like i think it's the perfectionist oh, yeah. <laughs> plus the anxiety you get to a point where you just not even doing it and then it's like yo you're missing that's the whole point of doing something like yeah. that is a trial and error so just for me just trying to like you know figure it out and just getting back into it, i think you know getting the focus and i think it's like i really appreciate you saying like listened even and you know the conversations i wanted to feel organic and like i love this setup like you know i always feel like yo we just chilling like back couch, couch is comfortable shoot you need to send me the link i don't know but no it, just, it feels good <laughs> Um, no, yeah, I, I, I would say it's the same thing that I definitely went through with this podcast. It took me a year for me to, like, get over the fact of, like, it's not going to be perfect. Like, you just got to learn and, like, go through the motions to really find out what the podcast is going to be and, like, what your identity on the podcast is going to be. So, yeah, no, I, I definitely understand. No, hands down. <laughs> like, no, and y'all know, like, it's just that, you know, the, the process is really yeah. is, like, you got to just, like, It's a marathon, not it. a sprint. Yeah, <laughs> it's a marathon, that. not a sprint. And I feel like our society is always, like, gotta go other people social media like i wish there was a way sorry now i'm fire but i wish there was a way to podcast without social media there at the same time but you also need social media to promote your shit because i'm yeah. like you see other people you're like god damn like this bitch bobby altroff does it <laughs> god damn suki on like all these people but and she's three episodes in but true but you also got to think because i did the same thing with bobby like I, I was jealous at first i was like how the fuck did she get drake yo but then i went back into my research and like she did tiktok for a long minute and like she has a pretty big um, tiktok following so okay. i'm like okay like she already has a following she has an audience so it's like yeah she just has to convert those numbers and that's it and i think she also has like the same management of drake and stuff like that so it, it makes sense okay see <laughs> i would have never known that and i think that's a prime example of what i'm saying too it's like not having that comparison point right yeah. like because it's easy to look and exactly to your point there's a whole backstory of how she finessed yeah. that but to the unassuming eye you just like yo she just came fuck? out of the <laughs> I mean, she just sitting in her bed like, like yeah. social media i'm telling you so like i wish there was a way but i think it's more of like a internal battle of like okay brandon just put the blinders on focus on your content what you're doing don't look at nobody else and what they've achieved and like, you'll get to whatever is meant for you or god's meant for you to you know get to yeah but it'd be hard sometimes but no i i really feel that yeah i think this year i it took me or this year i realized like i'm not competing with everybody else i'm competing with myself mm. so like every year is like if as long as i'm seeing myself progress that's all that really matters that's all I, that's all i try to focus on yeah, no, time at the time. And look how many episodes y'all got. How many, what episodes is this? 51. Like, come on. Like, y'all been going for a minute. Yeah. You know and we saying? had another podcast. I think we stopped at, like, yeah. 40. So it was yeah, like. Yeah, we got a high of that one too. Yeah, so it was like. Jeez, yeah. I gotta get the archive. Like, you, gotta, you know what I'm saying? But nah, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think it's that, you know, to your point, it's just, like, the consistency and just, like, doing it. And just being, you know, the, the best version of yourself to yourself. Yeah. And, like, improving time over time. Because. It's easy to get caught up and look outside yourself. And yeah. Ah, like, oh, damn. Like, 
nah, shit, like, last time we had 1,000 views. This time we had 200. <laughs> oh, yeah, you nah. like, yeah, I'm telling you. me every time Yo, I drop an episode, it, bro. You know, but it, you know, content resonate who it resonate with. Like, there's yeah. you no know, science to it, but... And also, like with like with social media, and also with YouTube, or just even like Spotify and other podcast platforms, like it's gonna be there for years. So like, even if you don't have the numbers right now, you could have it uh, down the line too. So no, even yes, I fully agree, and that's another experience <laughs> I've had. Like, even I haven't been doing it, but you know, the I use Buzzsprout or whatever, mm-hmm. and like it gives you little updates, like awesome, oh, you know, ten new people downloaded. I'm like, these niggas just downloading it. <laughs> I'm like, yo, you're right. I got that two months ago, but. You're right. It's like it's always out there. You know, algorithms, they always yeah. have different content. So it's like you just never know, you know, and it's like it just takes that, you know, one thing or, you know, that one chance or one opportunity where you're like, oh, shit, like, damn, who, who just listened to this? Like, it's crazy, <laughs> you know, so it's, 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 it's a it's a process. And I think yeah. trusting that process has been like a fun journey so far. Trying to trust it more, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you said work has been taken over. Has your career ambitions changed since the last time you were on the pod? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I would say I'm still doing what I do. I'm an account manager at Wine and Kennedy, um, and I've in, I'm enjoying the work. Like I think last time we spoke, it was just a lot of stress, and <laughs> I don't think I was advocating for myself the best way. So all to say so that also just made like the work stuff like busy and you know it was like, a lot of hours a lot of long nights and like now i finally feel like i'm in a place where my people on my team you know i've been working with them you know about to go in three years like they you know there's a lot of trust there i think they actually see what i'm able to do so it's like i'm able to kind of set boundaries and force that balance mm-hmm. so kind of in my downtime of work now that that's kind of in like a way better space i'm trying to like explore more i kind of know things i'm interested in I think I want to be just allow like I want to be in spaces that allow me to be creative, help other like black people, other queer people, um, and also like you know be kind of in the mix. Like I think my role currently, you're getting paid for what you can do. It's like kind of administrative, you know, like mm-hmm. that intermediary between the client and the, and the agency, but. I want to be like, you know, I want to be paid for this. Like, I want to be paid for this. Like, my, my spirit, like, my brain. And, like, what I think that would be is, like, something like production. Because, mm-hmm. like, you know, production is, like, you're very hands-on with the work. So, and you can do that with anything. You know, TV shows, um, events, you know, uh, branded content. Like, you know, it's so many different avenues. So, that's been something I've been trying to get more into. Um, and just talking to friends. It's crazy how opportunities come up, like my boy he was doing a short film he was doing the sound mixing he was like yo you want to come out to manhattan you know you'll get like a production assistant credit or whatever and, you know and that was just me just kind of like beat bopping around I was just like, <laughs> you know i mean i really didn't to do too much you know it was cold that day so that, that was like shoot like, what, what did you end up doing for so that's a good question yeah so pretty much what we did was just um so it was a short film oh my gosh I'm so sorry, Ethan. Oh, <laughs> shit, the name. But I, yo, it's the nerves. Crazy. It's the nerves. You know? If you find out after, let me know. I'll put it. I'll up. put it in the captions because the the whole group it's um is really great. So there's a studio called CK Studios out in Long Island City. Okay. The owner's name is Ethan. He also does like a lot of production and like short film content. So basically yeah, like a whole crew legit production like any movie you would watch and um what i kind of just did was really just kind of like helped out like manage so it was in Times square but obviously you know it's i think bigger scale productions you know you can shut down Times yeah, square yeah, 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 yeah. like a goddamn you know ryan gosling <laughs> you know so 
but you know this is like you know more you know homies and yeah. you know just more like I don't know the right phrase, but, you know, startup almost, you know, it's like, so we just making sure that, you know, people don't enter, you know, enter the scene. So it's like, we had a few scenes out in Manhattan, making sure people don't enter the scenes, um, you know, making sure that the the talent that was casted, they're all set. Like, it was kind of cold that day. So it's like, okay, they want like a tea, they want a coffee, um, you know, helping out the, the sound people like, okay, dang, we need to move real quick to this spot, but we still need to stay here. So like, they might be like, Brandon, go bring the equipment to the next location while we're recording this scene so more of like just logistical help over art <laughs> it's on the timer yeah, it's on the timer yeah. I forgot <laughs> no right no. Um, so it's just not really like that and you know I think that was just kind of my role kind of being brought into the tail end but I think you know if I had been there closer like I probably would have you know like maybe helping with like, the scheduling or you know making sure everybody gets to where they need to be at on time which I like that type of stuff like I like feeling like the work I'm doing I can directly see the yeah. impact it has and, and you know I see it in my day to day job but I don't know I just want to try shit I want to explore like I want to freaking that's the phase I'm in like I said I did the, I did that song like I rapped in my friendship like more shit like that like, stuff <laughs> like this like if I could have my every weekend be stuff like this like whether it's for my own podcast other, I would I don't even care about the job <laughs> I want to just, just be outside and like just have fun and Creative meet people and like you know I don't know what that would entail but I think production has been intriguing to me um, artist management I have a few friends at Sony so I'm like yo maybe I can hit them up so like right now I'm in the era of like networking in the midst of doing my podcast like who can I talk to just for like advice or maybe I can like shadow somebody on set so that's kind of like the era I'm in just like trying out shit like I'm gonna do it all I mean that's a bad thing and there's probably somebody listening like nigga get some focus like, <laughs> I wanna like man, if I, cause I know I can do it like and that's a I think that's a blessing and a curse like it's like anything I apply my mind to I know I can do but it's like yeah <laughs> it's not a bad thing to explore yeah. all your avenues you know maybe you discover something new that you didn't even know you enjoyed or liked or that was a thing and then you try it you're like oh shit kind of might be what i like to do yeah no so, like, nothing wrong with especially early on like, yeah you know, try everything you can and then from there go like narrowing down like oh this is what i like this of this and that you know yeah Mix and, and combine and it comes from doing it and i think yeah. that's my problem i gotta get better with just like putting myself in those like uncomfortable situations because i think being a person that I am, I'm like, I kind of, you know, I kind of run my own ship. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I try my best to, but at the same time, it's exactly that. It's like trying trial and error, trying out stuff, seeing like, okay, well, you like this piece of the podcast, but you didn't like this piece of it. So it's like figuring that all out. And I think uh, just giving yourself, giving myself just room to, you know, Girl. explore and like, yeah. you know, try it and not be so scared. That's what I said earlier. You motivated me because after that podcast episode, like, I started to really dive into creative stuff and it was just trying different things. And in that process, I learned I can't do everything. But yes. <laughs> but then I learned, like, okay, I need to prepare myself for things I do want to do. So, like, writing is the thing I want to, like, really want to do. And I've been spending a lot of time reading and learning and just, like, trying to focus on that. So, if I do get an opportunity, now I'm ready rather than me just being, like, pulling up to a random studio and being like, hey, man, I want to do stuff. Help me. <laughs> but I just want to do anything. And it's like... I think, yeah, over time, you definitely get more particular about what you want to do and, like, you learn what, where you want to go. No, and I think you hit it on the nose. It's about, like, the the effort behind yeah. those goals and desires. Like, to your point, like you said, you want to write more, but, you know, you also read it on the side. You know, you're writing in your own downtime. Yeah. Like, that shit goes so far. 
And when you do start to have those conversations, people that's the first question they're gonna ask. They be like, So, you how many bars you got written? Right. Like, you know, it's like so I think and that's another thing I'm learning too, especially with this podcast journey and like networking and like, you know, production type of stuff. It's like you know, it's one thing to just say, I wanna become a producer. But the first thing a director or a production company going what have you produced? Like, what, what do you produce or what have you done? Or, you know, so I gotta remember that. So I'm cursing so much too. But <laughs> like, I think it's that is the number one thing. It's like yeah. the effort behind it, which you know it takes time. But I think that's what I'm realizing. It's like yeah. everything we want out there, it is attainable. But it's like you have to like put in the work and low-key kim kardashian said that shit and everybody roasted her <laughs> but yeah, i remember her that. ass was right she was like i just need to say everybody just want to give up their ass and he said but like that, <laughs> she was fucking right it's like people don't you know and i'm one of those people i've been to one of those people at least like where i'm like you know damn i want to be famous and rich <laughs> but what are you doing to what, get there because <laughs> working the day-to-day job it's not climbing doing. the ladder <laughs> i'm sorry you, it's not you go, it's unless a, it's a you ceiling wanna, to that yeah unless you want to wait 20 years exactly then, that's what i'm saying so it's like if you want to get it you gotta figure it out yeah. you gotta do stuff and i'm in my do stuff era mm-hmm. that's really it is just you know but nike just do it nigga. I'm <laughs> that was literally do me it, last right? year <laughs> that was literally me last year bro um I mean, we didn't talk about it last podcast, but you kind of hinted at it. You, you're a gay man. Yeah. Um, so what was the experience like for you when you were coming out? Yeah. Um, well, it's funny because it was funny. Like, we were talking about this. I was talking to my roommate about it. And it was like, my coming out story is not that exciting. I mean it. Like, so like, we take a step back. Like, I guess growing up, I always kind of knew I was gay, but like, you know, society, family, you really can't, you know, being black and, you know, growing up in you know, Jamaica, Queens, whatever, like, it's not, you don't see a lot of open gay men. and, and Especially the, and, not on the app. <laughs> no, not on the app. And, you know, especially, you know, I think social media and the, and the zeitgeist was not what it is now yeah. in New York City. So it's like most of the gay men are either closeted or kind of, you know, if you were out, people kind of like, you had a name that you probably didn't even create for yourself. So I was like, let me avoid that. Because one thing about me, I'm a very strategic motherfucker. I'm like, <laughs> I am not going to give nobody a chance to kick my... My parents would never, but I don't want to even have to even think about that. Being <laughs> on the street or getting kicked out, I was like, yo, you're going to go to college, you're going to, you know, get your degree, be self-sufficient, and then you start trickling it at the motherfuckers that you get. <laughs> but, you know, I'm not doing my big one at 17, no money. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? I'm sorry. Like, so, um, I always knew I was, but... What was that first time you, like... You kind of thought like wait a minute <laughs> first time oh my god i don't know i don't know how deep this podcast needs to be but i think first time when i was like young young like i just kind of like you know you go into like macy's and you see the underwear packages i don't even know what i was looking at but i was like god damn something about this is interesting right and then my honestly too like i had like you know guy friends you know you got friends when you're like you know fucking six seven years old and you know we'd be hanging out and we'd be like you know a little hunchy hunch or something like that happened and you're like yo i'm like but you know you you kids you think oh everybody else is doing it too <laughs> You know, they, I think kids do. They got you know they feel themselves and stuff or whatever. So I think that's what it was. And then I think when I first like publicly came out, probably honestly, like I said I followed the plan. I graduated. I had told people while I was in college, like 
I just got to a point I was like people asking me about girls I'm not a liar either I'm like I'm not about to act like I like Gucci I was like <laughs> I like I was just like you know I did like me my freshman sophomore year like oh I made up with this I girl I remember when you you told me the first time you told me we yeah. were out eating he just shops around me oh that's cool oh. yeah like I appreciate it not Danny no and I, was, but I feel like publicly it was like when I graduated like we went on a cruise I was feeling myself I was like, this seemed like the perfect time. My birthday, you a dick. You say something negative on my birthday and a coming out post. Yeah. So I posted on Instagram. My parents, I never really formally told them to this day. Oh, really? I think one of my aunts spilled the beans to my oh. mom. Like, she's like, I'm we're so proud of Brandon. Like, he came out and she never really said anything. She kind of just kind of was running under the assumption. Like, her and my dad both. And they both told me at separate times, like years later, they're like, oh, yeah, we know, it's fine. Like, you know what I'm saying? We want That's you to good. find a, <laughs> they, they just want me to be find a man. Which I'm like, oh. They ain't more focus on that than me. They're like, we really just want you to find somebody you can be happy with. And I, was like, <laughs> I mean, that's the main focus, really. Yeah, facts. Finding your person. Yeah. yeah. You, that makes you happy. Yeah, because you don't want to, like, nobody wants to be, the world, New York City, it could be a lonely place. Like, nobody wants to yeah. be by themselves. So I think that's what, so that, that was my, my public. And then, you know, I tell friends in college, everybody was very open. Like, you know, you want some. I was on the orientation team, and you know, imagine three. I mean, like you know, eight, ten extroverts <laughs> for the summer. Y'all telling all types of shit. To me. Yeah, like, like people fall in love. I just went to a marriage of two people who got married, so like, yeah. it's a very safe space. I mean, I told them that I think that was my first like big group of people I told at college, maybe like my sophomore year, and after that, it became like a wrap. I was like, you know, I'm comfortable. I'm like, yeah. I got homies who accept me. So I was like, boom, like, nobody really can say shit. And then you know, I had some little stuff happen, but nobody really. And they have, like, a, a terrible coming out experience. Mm -hmm. I think it was harder for me younger, like, high school, middle school. Because, you know, you don't know how to process it. Or you yeah. don't even know. It's like kids calling you gay. I'm like, how, what do you, you know? I didn't start watching even, like, adult content, you know, until, like, you know, maybe my last year of high school. Like, you know, I'm really? like, you know, I was a late bloomer. So nigga tell me I'm gay. I was like, I don't even know I what I, don't even know. I haven't seen another, you know, whatever. Like, so you know what I'm saying? Like I so I for me it was like um I don't know, I just was really thoughtful about it. But you know, I was just like, I don't know. I watched all of their shows, kids get kicked out. I'm not saying that then that's not okay, but I think yeah, for me, okay. I was like, man, I let me afford this. I'm not fiending that much to be yeah. able to do right now. So I was like, I'll just wait until I, I'm good. My, like I said, my parents, they never gave me no issues. My sister, she's actually gay as well. So, uh, is she older or younger? She's my younger sister. Okay. So, um, so it never was like a, a nobody problem. ever really yeah. stopped, you know. Yeah, so were people surprised when you came out? Or was it like, oh, yeah, we knew? <laughs> well, that's funny. My roommate, I think it's like half and half. Because I think, I guess I present more like and and i'm not damn i don't want to get roasted but i guess people would say i present more masculine because I, I just dress like a normal i feel like a normal like dude or whatever when i say gay men don't dress normally well anyway <laughs> there is no normal to be yeah honest. there's no normal in this conversation but you know i just like like you know like any other guy yeah so yeah. i think um it's mixed i think people because of my voice they'd be like oh shit like yeah he, he gay like he's gay <laughs> or you know context clues he really never i never talk about like women or mm -hmm. You know, I never did. So I think in that, people were just speculated. Um, my close friends kind of like, they were like, we know, because, you know, they talking about certain stuff. I'm, 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 I'm you know, I'm always, I would always bring it back, like, oh, I'm just focused on schoolwork. Mm. You know, my barber, he toxic. He'd be like, oh, you got a girl. He, he still think I'm straight. He's the only nigga that I'm straight. <laughs> yeah. He'd be like, oh, you, you messing with this shorty? Oh, that girl bad on your IG. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I love bro. <laughs> he'd be like, oh, but he'd be, you know, it's funny. People answer for themselves. He'll be like, oh, 
But I know you just focused on work and school. I'm like, yep, I'm just yeah, focused on said. work and school for 27 years. I ain't never gonna get late. <laughs> Every barber like that. <laughs> Yo, I just like, I don't even want to have the conversation yeah. with him because then it's gonna be like he brings up the same things anyway. Um, so that's mix and mix. We remember we were talking about it. He was like, "Yo, but you know it's funny, like, because when I would just." Like I said, I didn't really do a formal coming out. I was just kind of mixing in the conversation. Like, ah, mm-hmm. oh, this guy I find attractive. Like, ah, oh, damn, he look good, don't he, girl? Like, you know what I'm saying? So I think they would kind of, they wouldn't say it to me, but they would kind of go to my other friends and be like, yo, is Brandon good? Like, I think he's... I think he just dropped a bomb on us. He just kind of said, this nigga's got. And I was like, sure he did. Like, you know, in my head. So I think I just kind of just came in with that confidence. I was like, you know, you can't really, you know. So I think it was mixed, mix and mix. Like, I don't, did you know? I don't even remember yeah, I was about when you first told me. I feel like the, like you said context clues like yeah. especially when I would talk about girls and then you know, but yeah. I can't School? remember too well. I think just context clues like it, I wasn't too like oh damn like it was more like oh okay, okay. Yeah. yeah no I think that's exactly what it is yeah, like I, I would like, just oh, kind of like okay, drop cool. subtle hints or like I never no I, and I said I I'm not before you liar. told me that day too you that's when you mainly were starting to say a lot more things. Like really, I was like, huh. and then that, that same day you told me, I was like, ah, okay. I was like, dude, I was like, I gotta make sure. Yeah, I think no. it was something like that. You're like, and then I was like, after what you were just saying, I'm like, kind of makes sense. it makes sense now. I think it was when I think you like came to visit me one time when I was like at after my work job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. after work. Yes, yes. damn, yes. <laughs> and I think that's when it was. And it's funny because I think yeah, it's exactly that. It's like. You know, I feel like, and that's how I did it. I was just like, yeah, I just kind of weave it into conversations because I'm also not a dramatic, like, oh my God, I'm going to tell you. I was like, you know, I've been struggling with this. I've been holding this for so long. Because people know. The kids knew at middle school. Bullies know. I mean, bullies, y'all know. <laughs> like, anybody who a bully in middle school said is gay, most likely that motherfucker turned out gay down Imagine the road. Imagine he didn't. Like, <laughs> no, I promise you, there's like a 90%, like, at least when I was in Alabama, all the kids who got roasted for being, like, gay, turned either they turned gay. out to be gay or artsy. Like, I don't really, I'm not gonna lie. There was a kid in my middle school that we used to all be like, hey, Jimmy, we think oh, you're gay. I remember him. Yeah, I remember. And he used to be like, no, I'm straight. Like, his sixth grade year, he was like, no, I'm straight. Then seventh grade, he was bi. And then in eighth grade, he started to, like, come out a little bit and we were like yeah by the time he came out we were like jimmy we knew already we right? knew. i'm telling <laughs> you <laughs> kids know like and that's the crazy part so i think like yeah like <laughs> it's just back yeah i think people just know so it's like for me it's like ain't no reason to lie ain't no reason to you know try to pump fake you know just kind of own it and that's what i kind of did and you know i'm my own branded gay like you know i mean i'll be going to the, all the gay shit too but it's like you know i feel like I think the pressure comes from thinking about what other people say, but you kind of just have to like just shut that out and just yeah. be like, yo, this is me. Take it or leave it. People that don't like it, deuces. And I'm telling you, the universe kind of like oil and water separates the right and the wrong people from you. Yeah, facts. Oh my God, that is facts. Like, you know what I'm saying? Facts. Like, get out of my face. <laughs> um, what was your first dating experience like? First dating experience. Oh gosh! Uh, I mean, yeah, from the like, way you explain it, it's like middle school. You weren't really looking into it. High school, you were obviously becoming more comfortable with it, but you still weren't there. So, so it's funny. I've never been in a relationship, um, and I think with dating for men, usually it's funny enough. You really don't like your first experience with another guy. Most of the time, and it might, it's not everybody's story. The gay community is like I think more sexual than like. You know hetero or straight community in the sense of like that is how most of us get our first introduction to like the gay scene mm-hmm. it's like you know you have apps like grinder so you're like what's this and, you know, somebody <laughs> told me about this 
some dude, some random old dude hits you up, and you're like, oh, I guess I'm about to just go over to this <laughs> nasty ass place. And so just, your four years facts. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So I feel like, so I feel like my first time doing like something with a guy was maybe my freshman year of like college, like you know, 18, 19, and then um, first dating experience. Um, I would say it was good. Is this dude? Um, we still stay in touch. He lives in Queens or whatever, Cambria Heights or whatever, and. We went out to, um, we just went out to movies. Like, we were younger, too, so mm-hmm. just keep this in mind. Um, and I had a good time. He was, like, handsome, you know, looked a little nerdy. So I was like, all right, you know, <laughs> you know but nice. He worked out. He played rugby. I was like, oh, shit. All right, fire. Um, and I think at the time, I wasn't really, like, in a headspace to date. But the date went well. I mean, it's funny because, you know, you, you do get the, the uh, typical questions, like, like off rip when he was like we going dutch i was like oh. damn <laughs> like it ain't even a chance i'm about to get this date paid for all right but i mean i respected the honesty um and yeah it was true we went to the movies like you know we like fucking made out on actually we went to the amc by franny lou oh that one you know that medals. bridge by the post office i don't know why we that bridge ain't nowhere close bridge. to the buses <laughs> we were the by that, uh, that park yeah like the park that yeah. goes over the near highway yeah near oh, exactly yeah, yeah right over too. there and um, you know, like she made a little kiss or whatever. It was cute. It was cute. So I would say, like, first date was good. Like I had first date, but I will say there were a lot of first hookups before the, the mm-hmm. date because the, like I said, it's like, you know, it's just like kind of not sex on demand, but this little app. I I don't know if Tinder popping like that for y'all, but it like, used to be. Like, you know, like, <laughs> hands, like you know, but like I feel that. like you know, from what I get from straight couples and relationships is like. You know, it's like a bit of a courtship still. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? But you go on that app, I promise you, I could go in there right now. And, like, there's somebody that's going to be like, all right, do let's do it? it right now. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, literally, that's an option. It's like, there's a right now setting. Really? Oh, wait. Actually. Oh, oh <laughs> wait. Okay. Like, or it's a like right now prompt. Like, you can choose, like, what you're into. You can be like, uh-huh. right now. Or, like, in a car play. And yeah. that's another thing. It's Tinder fucking, hinge. We need to update <laughs> Right. What's I'm going on? telling you, okay? Because everybody... Get it popping. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> so I think for me it was it was good, um, but like I said, it's like more of like you. Most of your experience are like hooking up with people when you first come out because like that's that's all people really give you. There's no, we don't really got too many references. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like even like, sorry, now I'm gonna spiral about promises and make sense. But even the way we view like attractive like men, how many movies have we watched where it's like a white man as the lead? Uh. So yeah. like you be like you'll see this scrawny ass six foot seven white dude that don't look too great and they be like bitch be like oh my god he's like so hot because uh, they see uh, some uh, movie with somebody that looked like that yep. as the leading guy so just to say references really matter and I think for the gay community we often don't have those references so there's no real like you know guidebook on what a you know what mm-hmm. we have at the time Brokeback Mountain okay RuPaul just started to come out with content yeah. and it's different you know but. <laughs> different things but you know what i'm saying it's like it really we don't have no rule book so all you get is kind of what you hear from your other teeny bobber friends you make it his own grinder too so yeah like, i'm like i'm wondering like how that because i remember like me when i was younger just dating like obviously with girls is like i had the struggle of like obviously i have an older brother and dad but they didn't tell me like oh do this do this on a date so i was just out there balling or like using the advice my friends had so like how did you like handle that like did you just go in like hey i'm gonna just see what happens or was there like a oh i'm becoming more masculine energy or or did you just go like as yourself and it was like i'm gonna just be myself and let's see what happens um are you saying in terms of the date or like 
I guess in general. All, yeah. yeah. So I would I fully agree. I felt you on that. Like the references, like if you don't have nobody really telling you how to be a gentleman or telling you like, you know, what goes on, you really just shooting in the dark. So yeah. for me, I had the same sex with you. So it's like yeah. cuz like with us girls, they usually take the more submissive role in the, yeah. in the relationship, so yeah. No, literally. <laughs> so for me it was like I don't know. I was just like I got put on by like my other friends. Like I said, this is just stuff you hear. So my homies, you know, they're gay. They're like, oh yeah, me and homeboy, we just went to this guy's house. Did da da da. I was like, God damn, that sounds hot. I was like, that sounds exciting. I was like, yo, I was like, I need to get on this goddamn platform. So that was kind of you know through word of mouth. That's how I kind of found out about Grinder. So I'm like, okay, what's this? You make a profile. Boom, people kind of, you know, kind of hit you up. You know, you send pictures and, you know, there's no recording. It's just like, oh, hi, hi. What are you what, what are you up to? What are you up to? All right. You might allude to something that you're like, I'm a DTF. Like, right, I'm, I'm kind of in the mood right now. And then the other dude was like, yeah, me too. Send pics, send pics. All right, boom. Who hosting? Like, it's really like. It's pretty straightforward. It's yeah. pretty straightforward. <laughs> I mean, it's like, you know, I'm, I'm skipping no over something. Jumping stuff. through hoops. It's just like, you know. <laughs> no. So I feel like for me, back then i was like more insecure so i think i came in more like submissive just like oh, i don't know what i want to do or teach me i want to learn like so i felt like i ended up in scenarios that i think um nothing not proud of like that sounds like a bad but i don't think i would do now you know what i'm saying kind of like more self-awareness more kind of confidence you know like the first dude i ever hooked up with off a of grinder he lived in his fucking mom's basement Mattress, no sheets. Bump. Oh, nigga was a bump. He just, oh, the back of better words, a bump. And you know, he was trying to like, you know, like do certain stuff. And you know, I ain't never did none of this. So you know, I'm thinking I'm gonna get me like a pampering experience. Like you know, he was just know, trying to get a nut off. I thought the gay motherfuckers was supposed to have, you know, <laughs> the fucking accoutrements. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, goddamn, no sheets. No <laughs> sheets is wild. Yeah, Crazy. Like, right, no, no bed frame, sure. Sure. No sheets. No sheets. Crazy. And I'm like, <laughs> telling you, we all have been all in those like dicey. Like, yes, like, <laughs> something to wash. You think about it. Yo, I know you're not dry screens, cleaning that bro. shit. Come on. Like, you like know, yo, I would even flips it. Like, come at on. Best. At best. Every I, six months. I would hope. <laughs> yo, y'all crazy. And I would hope, and I think that's what it is for me. I think it's like the first few times. Like I said, it goes back to like you know what I would do now versus then. I think. You know, you don't know, so you're just trying to kind of get your feet wet. Like, I want to experiment. I want to try different stuff out. But little did I know, it's like you can have better experiences with people if you actually talk to them and like get to know them and you know be like, what are your, what are you into? What are your kind of your like no goes and what do you like? So I felt like the first few times, and I think a lot of gay men will report the same stuff. It's like you just end up in kind of sketchy situations, mm -hmm. like because you're like going through this methodology where there are just creepy dudes who just you know one dude made me pee in a bucket this is a different bomb like he literally brought me over his fucking tv screen you know when his tv screen is like cracked but it's like playing on still one part like you know like the, he's like crack the... tv what I've, seen that on phones. Phones. I've never seen that on <laughs> it's pretty much the same like concept. the phone thing like, but... yeah like yeah the TV, I felt, like the tv is broken you know what i'm saying so he's just listening to it 
He's pretty much you can see the piece of the game. He's playing the basketball game. Wait. It's like you can see like he's playing 2K. One, <laughs> one third, one third of the game playing. I swear. You and must like, be good to be able to do that. That's a skill. Like. Yo, I promise you, I don't know how much he's content he's really consuming. Like, and it'd be moments like that, Brody. Like, so I think it's just that. I think I just want to say we just zoomed over the whole pee in the bucket. Yeah, no, no, I'm <laughs> like, still there. I'm, I'm still like, there. I'm like, he said pee in a bucket, and I'm, I'm just like, like, yo, we're not gonna just. But y'all went that, to TV, so I was like, y'all can go. <laughs> I'm coming back to the book. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm telling oh, you, man, like, the shit that we be going through. I literally went over to his house. Like, yeah, I'm like, was he just spanking it while you're peeing? No, 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 no. It wasn't like, it was just, a, it wasn't like a part of that, like, sexual stuff. <laughs> oh, it that was, was just bad, That was dead ass, bro. No way. <laughs> I'm, like, getting so like, traumatized. Oh, Oh, my bucket's right here. <laughs> yes. I was like, oh, where can I go? He's like, oh, my the bucket's right I'd rather here. have been That's a king. Nice. And that was just yes. the worst part, and I don't want to gross out the, the audience right now, there was already pee in the bucket. It oh, was I not know. like a so freshly... I know it smelled, smelled yeah. crazy in there, bro. Yeah. And you know, this is making me sound dirty because I went through with it. So <laughs> but you were young. You I was young, guys. You were I was learning. young and learning, and I think that's the thing. Nuts. <laughs> I would have wished there was a kink over the fucking yeah. <laughs> No, dead ass. Like, like uh, yeah. No, I wish <laughs> it was a kink. I Take the mop out real that. quick and yeah, go like, pee. No, do you, but... No, I'm telling you. It's not like the, the, I don't know. Same I pray bucket. it's not the same, same bucket. bucket. It's the same. It, it wasn't no dookie in the bucket that night. But still, the pee was With bad the pee. enough. The pee was bad enough, man. That's and like I'm saying, nuts. like situations like that, be shit we be ending up in is like, you know, you you know start dating, you don't really know what's up from down. You know, you just you know you just see horny guys. You horny, you're like fuck. You know, that's two horny energies just kind of coming together. <laughs> like kind of anything is gonna happen. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Cars like. So I feel like a lot of that was like my first few experiences. And then you kind of start to like be like, yo, I kind of don't like some of this. And I also don't like the feeling of like going ham with somebody and then we don't talk no more. It's not consistent. So, you know, you get your emotions mixed up in it too. So I'm like more in a place these days where I'm like, even if you don't kind of, you know, if something doesn't work out, like try to go with like a level head and going with the right intentions. Like, am I just trying to have sex or do I want to actually get to know this person? Like, because then that's two different exchanges you're going to have. So trying to be more mindful of that. And when I do get in the moves where it's just like, I kind of want no strings attached, I'm very honest with those people. Like, so I think just more a place of just like self-management of like, okay, this is what I'm going to accept. This is what I'm not going to accept. Like, so I think I've grown in that way, but in first years, man, I mean, I'll get my sky <laughs> miles in. I wish I could have like a point system. <laughs> I was doing a list. I like try Damn. to keep a mental list, but you can rack up not bodies. Oh my god, you, you can go through some. You got things. stories. You got stories. God's stories. Yeah, you ask away, but yeah, Those I got stories. Alone, right? yeah, I'm like, yo. <laughs> like one is both for just like, yo better. Yo, I'm like shit. I'm telling you, I don't even want to remember, but it's, it, it happened. It surely did. So how's that developing to who you are today? Oh, that's a good question. I think. Oh, God, that's a good question. <laughs> I think what all those experiences from dating to what we were talking about earlier with career, I think it's made me who I am now, I think, in a way of, like, I've always felt that I've, how can I say, like an experienced person in some way. You know what I'm saying? Like, my life was not necessarily 
the easiest coming up, you know, like, you know, all families, you know, go through stuff. But like my, I didn't have like a, I've always had to be like a hyper aware person. So Mm -hmm. I think that's helped me because like, because I'm so aware, I feel like I'm constantly like introspecting, figuring shit up on the fly. Like I've been very like tapped in with those things. So I think those experience in terms of like dating, I think it's just made me way more still bad at but I think I'm at a point now where at least I'm more conscious. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of those moments before, I was kind of on autopilot. Mm-hmm. It was like clockwork. It was like, you know, because I'm reacting to the stimuli. Like, damn, I'm like, you know, I don't have really, like, say, you know, we live in a kind of smaller apartment in my, you know, where we live in Queens, like a one bedroom. So it's really no privacy. So I was like, damn, I gotta get my nuts somehow. I was like, instantly, you know, weekends, you know, I'm staying up late, you know, everybody else sleeping. Hard like, time. I'm talking about in the, un- in the fucking undercovers of the night. I'm like, back then. I'm like, two in the morning just to get a nut off. I'm like, yo, go to dude's house or all this dude gonna pick me up. Like, so it's like shit like that. <laughs> so it's like, you know, so I'm kind of just like, I'm like I said, but still on autopilot. Like, you know, I'm probably not, you know, probably a little bit depressed and probably wasn't calling it that at the time or, you know, not happy with, you know, the way I looked and shit. But, you know, these people, they giving me attention. So I'm like, all right, boom. Like, I'm just going to go. Fuck it. I'm gonna get a- <laughs> he said, I look great. He was like, Dude. So I think now it's like more so it's like, okay, I've got the confidence in myself. I think I've done a lot of the mental work. So it's like, I think I'm more of like an active player in like my dating experience mm. as before. I think I was kind of like a passive player in my life you know what i'm saying just kind of going through the motions like whatever dude hit me up i'll see what happened if a dude is like you know kind of not forceful but you know he's assertive and he wants to go on a date i'm like i used to be like that now it's like do i want to go on this Mm. date is this do i want to hook up with this person and and am i going to enjoy like not feel like a shit and piece of shit afterwards like so now i just feel like it's made me more of like an active person and like the things i want the people i want to pursue the types of people i want to go for um, Cause I want me like a, my friends clown me when I describe my dude. They be like, "Nigga, you want ghosts from power?" And I'm like, oh, "I ain't done. Why am I gonna settle? I want me like a cock diesel, like you know, what I'm saying strong, smart, intelligent, street smart, book smart type of dude." So now it's putting me in a position to like kind of try to mirror that in my own ways as well. Like you know, I can't want somebody who has a fucking rocking body if I'm not going to work out you know i can't want to do that's you know rich if i'm not trying to get to the bag like you know i think you gotta like so i think it's made me more active being like yo you want these things you gotta just put in the work to try to get them yeah so what's your most important trait you look for in a partner Mm, sorry i didn't mean to pause like that (laughs) 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 you know y'all can explain i don't know but um partner this is i think on a baseline, and this is like a haphazard response, I think there has to be like a certain comfort level that person has with themselves, like in terms of like a down to earthness. Because I think for me, I've realized what I think makes me kind of special is like I kind of like am pretty even keel. Like, yes, I can be excited and like, you know, and I have my, I'm emotional like, every, you know, anybody yeah. else, like, you know, we're humans. But I feel like I'm like, uh, you know, nothing really gets me that riled up or I'm also working through my stuff. Like, I want somebody who's like worked through some of those like, you know, traumas or things mm-hmm. that they've been through. Cause you know, you can tell somebody when they're like super like, you know, uptight or they're super like, cautious. you know, yeah, they're super cautious or they're super aggressive. I'm like, I don't, 
Like, too much. You, you got something. Yeah, you got. I'm like, you might <laughs> got something you got to work through. You know, some people that say personality. Yeah, but yeah. Like, so I think somebody who's like has worked through some of their stuff, I think would be fire. I think another thing is, uh, I don't know, just how they treat people i'm really like kind of on the lookout now like how do you interact with your friends what do your friends say about you do you talk bad about your friends or other people when you're around them like i don't want no messy shit um career hmm, i'm gonna say career driven but um passion or career motivated you know what you know what i'm saying like somebody who's like who has ambition huh ambition ambition i think that's a good word yeah ambition i think whether it's like a creative project or you know work i want somebody who's just like excited about what's going on in their life um because that gets me excited like yeah. you know what i'm saying like i'm the type of person i'm like i said i'm pretty like chill but it's like i get excited like and i need a little prompt like you know <laughs> you can't expect me just to be like you know i'm like danny no i'm not a bad texter but oh, if oh, you man. if you but if it's something stintillating or like we in an active like you know i want to be an active participant and i think that shit activates me um, and if you don't have that thing that gets me excited, I'm like, fuck that. <laughs> um, I think somebody who also, um, good family, like relationships, like who kind of pushes me. How can I say? Like I, I, I have a good family relationship, but I think sometimes, like I said, I can be very alone type mm -hmm. of person. Like I want somebody who can kind of like, push me to, like, you know, be social in those ways sometimes or like, you know. I don't know, just motivate me. We both motivate each other, but, you know, I think in that regard, because I think, you know, I have a pretty big family um, and very close to, like, my immediate family, like my sister, my mom, and my dad. So I think somebody who also has that relationship, because I think sometimes it's hard to find these days. Like, I think there's some, not harder, but it can be harder to yeah. find, because I think some, you know, we live in a world where it's like, me, 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 me. <laughs> but I like people who like to give back, and I think those are my top, and I'm just, like, looks, because I think, I don't, I, have a, I don't have a wandering eye, but my, I got eyes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I can like, see. I can <laughs> see. You know, and that'd be my problem right now is like I can. I think the way I come across, you know, I don't think it's because like I smile a lot in my pictures. I attract these like it's just these these nice men, but you know they uh, look like teddy bears. They don't look uh, like very like too tough. nice, uh, wholesome. No, they're very wholesome. <laughs> and I want somebody who kind of has that like little bit of grit. Like you know, you you ain't gotta be you know fucking Fabio, <laughs> but you gotta you can be you know be yourself. It be like a nice version of it. like kind of boy next door. So I think looks also like people try to be like, oh I don't care about it's all about the person. Like, okay, all right, it matters. <laughs> but it matters because I'm like I want somebody who like get me you know rizzed up using the new words <laughs> in all the right ways like yeah. mentally physically i'm like ah oh, shit like i ain't you mind like you know what i'm saying <laughs> i ain't never like you know i want to have one of those like what's it what's it like my man my man like <laughs> i want to be one of them like i want to be one of those so i think you know full package honestly <laughs> um what's the red flags you try to avoid or x x oh my god Oh my god! I would, I would think I the mattress on a no, no, no sheets on the mattress. No buckets. On there. No people. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, would that's, think, I would think those are on there. That's obviously. like that's that's top of the list. Top of the list. <laughs> Seriously, you can't basically don't re-traumatize me. Yeah. Like, that's my biggest <laughs> ick. If I've been traumatized, and you reflect any piece of that, where it's a pee bucket, and fuck that. No, don't be traumatized. They find a new way to surprise you. You're I'm like, actually, I didn't even think I, that's an ick, and now you're like, you can't go on this. Okay, icks <laughs> yeah. are like things that just like instant like turns, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay, one ick for me 
is I think sometimes, like, how can I say? I, an ick for me, if I feel like you're coming across as like a caricature of yourself, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I want somebody who brings their person into like every room. Like, so I don't know. Like, I see it sometimes in like the gay community, you know, in other spaces too, but like, I don't know. You probably, like, I'll give an example. Like, you know, when you see those like alpha males on like Instagram, like, that shit is eternal for me. Like, you do not <laughs> talk like that. Like, you just, you know what I'm saying? I think same thing. Like, the gay community like, i think there's some dudes that try to come across as like you know more rich or like more like fashionably inclined you know what i'm saying which is don't wrong like be be that be you but i feel like i don't know it's like if you ain't got the money i think <laughs> Why you paying lying? extra for something that, to make it seem like that to me that's a turn off so i think the performance um two i think funny enough i just said it but i think uh ick is just like that Oh, I think in the bedroom, I think dudes who actually no, this is a ache for me. Guys who bring up sexual position, like either in their profile or like when you're talking to them, because in the gay community, that's a thing. Like yeah, I said, I'm like, that's a thing. Gay, like <laughs> straight people, y'all don't really talk about that, right? It's like you go on Shakes a date, definitely be turned off. It's <laughs> like you know, you're assuming that you know you're gonna go on a date. You will figure that out. It is like if you come in hot with that, you seem like a creep. <laughs> gay community, it's not like that. It's like you'll go and I can show you grinder. If people put in their profiles, you know, which I think is a part of that app, it's like, you know, top, bottom, or versatile. But typically when you're getting to know somebody, that's not the first thing you're gonna ask them. So you want you taking it or you poking it. Like that's not a question <laughs> that's that you're a funny way to you say know it. what I'm saying? But like you know, like that's not but you know, that's not something you ask people on a first date. And yeah, for facts. me, I think that makes it hard for me to get to know dudes because I'm like damn well you already said you only into this like uh, i don't know if i'm gonna do that but like maybe we get in the bedroom we figure some shit out like so i think it kind of takes the figuring out portion out of it is too um analog or mm-hmm. whatever so i think that's another one um rude i think a lot of people in the gay community think rudeness and being sassy is cute don't get me wrong it's when it's funny yeah be fucking be a dick i don't care but <laughs> i think it's like people who just kind of like Oh, just kind of turn their nose at the stuff, or oh my god, like you want to eat sweet green? I only eat sweet green on Tuesdays. I'm like, fuck that off, just sounds annoying. fuck <laughs> off. Yeah, like, yeah. no, that ass. <laughs> I think no, but I think it's like you know, but I think just that, like, I think people just being nasty or mean. I think in general for me is a turn off. Like, I don't want to. I'm trying not to be mean to people. You know, sometimes you gotta get a little out of character. But I don't think. Uh, nah, I just think being mean is a is an instant ick for me. Um, and I think uh, my last one is I think oh my god okay well this happened to me recently I think dudes who don't allow things to happen naturally you know like okay. I feel like sometimes people have like a perception like like I've, I've had it whatever but like you know I have dudes be like oh like you know but we could have went on that date or you know but what oh why don't you like i could do this for you i'm like dude if i wanted to date you i would or if i would have wanted this to be more of a thing beyond like a hookup or of a conversation between friends i would say that like i don't need you to think your way into getting mad at me about you know what i'm saying yeah. like it's like you know it's like natural it's like if we do go on a date enjoy each other like yes but when people try to force it like oh you didn't call me or or you should be texting me like you know happy valentine's day i'm like well, I, I, 
we're not dating like, or we've gone on dates we're not boyfriend you know so am i seeing you today no yeah. so i don't think i need to text so you i think that's it and i had another one. Oh, only because this dude did try to do this one dude he threatened to beat me up oh that is what the hell I'm yeah like, i, I think because like i think as like like, it, like sexually or no, i wish that what? way oh, no, i mean not from him but in general, like i ain't never been mad about meeting him stop but <laughs> no he's not <laughs> <laughs> But nah, like, like I just straight up beat you up. What the fuck? Nah, like, cause I didn't want to go on a date. With oh, her. so this is what happened. And then sorry if we, we get into no, no, no. whatever. But basically, a while ago, I just started going to the, my, my gym journey, my last apartment. I think it was after we did our podcast a little bit after, and we he went to Jamaica High School. We were supposed to, you know, go on this date. He said, "Oh, I want to go to this date. You know, this Friday the date on Busters." That Friday I had a long day at work, so I was kind of dragging my feet. I'm being real. I was taking my time. So net net, we were like, okay, we're gonna rain check, cause he. I told him what time I would probably be able to get it pull up, cause I my car is in Queens. So like I would have to go from my current apartment in Brooklyn to Queens to pick up my car and then to pick him up in Long Island. So oh, I'm putting in a lot of work. Yeah. I'm putting in a lot of work. And I'm guessing it's already kind of late-ish. It's kind of late because we supposed to meet at like eight. So I tell him, I was like, yo, if I leave my crib now, I probably wouldn't be to you like 9, 9.30. Yeah. So we could still go to Dave & Buster's at close at 12, but probably like two hours. He's like, ah, oh, it seemed like a rain check that is kind of late. I'm like, perfect. And then I'm <laughs> mentally preparing myself for the next Friday. Be like, all right, be Brandon, be ready. Log on time. Just do it. You promised it. Like, just be a man of your word. But this time I was really happy that we rescheduled. Mm -hmm. He starts asking some questions. This nigga started being like, oh, you was just about to leave your house now. You supposed to be a man. You 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 should have been known when to leave your house if you meant to come here at eight o'clock. So I'm like, bro, we've never met in person. You're not my dude. You're not my nigga. I'm not about to keep arguing. I'm not about to argue yeah. with you, period. It's Who different if we met something we got to that point where an argument was worthwhile, but we, we, I'm not doing that. I don't give a fuck. So <laughs> I was like, we not arguing. So that, that next day come around, he blowing up my shit. So what reason why I'm, he threatened to beat me up, he finds my address on social media. He's like, Brandon, da 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 Hollis Queens. I'm pulling up to your shit if you don't answer my call. What the I was like, fuck? this nigga crazy. Is abusive. Bro, fuck? abusive. So should've then, pull up, I got something. <laughs> oh, I should have. So then, but you know, I don't live there no That's my parents' oh. crib now. I oh, that's moved. even worse. Oh. Yeah. So I'm like, yo, you're not pulling up. So I call him back. He's like, ah, uh, he's on, you know, some silent stalker shit. He's sitting quiet on the phone. You, you had all the rah rah. I'm like, hi. He's like, you ain't got nothing to say. I was like, the dramatics. Of I was like, yeah, antics. So it was just a lot like that. And he pretty much threatens, like, it's on site. Anytime I see you, you acting weird. You must want to fight. So net net, he was going in. He made fake Instagram profiles to curse me out, call me fat, like crazy shit. But I will say is that's an instant. I would oh, yeah, never yeah. romantically. I don't think it's okay in any situation. But especially romantic, whether it's hetero, homosexual, like non-binary, I don't give a fuck. Like putting your hands on somebody you're potentially gonna date or talk That's to, crazy. or even saying that to me is a turn off. And I see it sometimes on social media. There's a whole like you know little gay Twitter community, but like I could not. Nah, that could not be me cursing me yeah. out, putting your hands on me. I get we both dudes. But I still think that's a, a major violation. Like, you know, even if I, like, I screw up with somebody on the street, like, you know, you offended <laughs> me, that's fine. But, like, somebody you're trying to talk to in that way, I'm yeah, like, that's, nah, that's, that's still that's domestic abusive. violence. That's yeah, abusive. Yeah. Like, could never. So I think that's an ick. It's only happened to me once where somebody tried to talk crazy to me like that. But even that, I'm like, never. 
yeah, never will happen. <laughs> Sorry, so those are my icks. So. <laughs> um, are there any common misconceptions about gay relationships? Ugh, I, that's a good one. I think one off the top of my head is that I think there are not enough. I think there's one movie did try to do it. I don't think there are enough good representations of like some of the like parts of the gay community that I think people don't talk about in the sense of like, you know, because the community is so sexual, I think a lot of people don't find their forever partners until later in life or they never do. Like that is, I think, a common thing in the gay community to be like single in your 40s or 50s and shit which is like scary for a lot of people because i think that's a goal for a lot of folks so i think that's one because i think what you see is like you know oh my god you know instagram couple or you see a couple walking down the street like oh my god all these niggas is fly they got money but like you know sometimes it'd be a struggle do you think a part of that is that like it takes a while for most gay people to come out and then like it they start dating stuff later on in their life a mix of it i think in a city like new york is skewed the other way like i think there are just a lot of open out people mm, but i think okay. somewhere like you know you go to minnesota or something like yeah 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 they they <laughs> probably one dude really in exactly, like you know they're really going through it so it's like harder to find somebody that's really your type or it might be out of like force so i would say um like can you repeat the question just one more time um any misconceptions but the one you just asked no i lost my train of thought honestly um but oh, is is, is it is it because they they start dating later on? I think yeah, I think a part of that too. It's like, and then I think it's the date the later on part because it's like a lot of dudes don't come out. Like I think where that's another thing. It's like you know where you see so many like out people in like let's say New York City or you go to like Brooklyn. You know, it's very queer friendly, but there are still a lot of men who are on the DL or scared to come out to their families or they still might get harmed. Like just because gay community is more is more in mainstream media now in mainstream circles it's like that doesn't mean all the other stuff like you know there's still probably people where i grew up in you know hollis queens jamaica queens that still going through like you know predominantly black area they're still probably not able to come out or they still not able to you know tell their families or when they do tell their families they you know they don't want to believe it so i think it's like I think that does factor into it. Like, and I think that's a misconception as well. Cause I think sometimes social media will make it seem like, oh, gay niggas is everywhere. We get <laughs> we in everywhere. We in fashion. We in a main which we are. We are, but I think there's a misconception that that is like everybody. Yeah. Like not everybody is well off, making mad money and you know, have a little, you know, the the ideal setup. I think, you know, kids, I think that's another harder thing for like, you know, in a gay community. Like I think, you know even like adopting i don't think it's too that easy for two men to like adopt kids like i don't know what the statistics are but like so i even think like those type of things i think um are not as spoken about in terms of like you really you know it's a choice not a choice you know you are i think born the way you are but i think you know you also like i said you had to make a decision to come out and be open with it and i think there are not a lot of like resources that tell you like all these different things like you know like i think you know i want kids but it's like, damn, nigga, you gotta, you gotta get that the the cheapest route. Get one of your homegirls, do a deal, <laughs> be like, yo, all right, you be Auntie Kim Kim, and I'm just gonna be my kid. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you gotta work out a deal, or you gotta like figure out how to adopt. Like, you know. So I think, I think it's those things that like people don't, mm-hmm. they don't really tell you. It's not really like a lot of guidance. On yeah, that. I think it's sometimes. Um, trying to think of other misconceptions. Um, other misconceptions. Oh, I think. 
at least a misconception to me is like, and this is more towards like, like gay people. I think there's a misconception that um, almost, for lack of a better word, like whatever. Like I think flamboyancy. I think um, I think entering the gay community. I think there's like a lot of times where um, people think they need to like be a certain way to mm. be gay, and I don't view it that way. I think the fact that that is your sexual preference is what you are. You're gay. Now, whatever way that manifests is the way it manifests for you. The way you dress, I mean, I'm not saying this, but like, you know, y'all could be gay, but like, 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 you know what I'm saying? It's not like, a, yeah, there's, there's no like one a, type. There's no one type. You know what I'm saying? I think sometimes I think people entering the community think like, oh shit, I gotta bleach my hair. I gotta start talking mm-hmm. like this. I gotta be like, yeah, girl. And I mean, it's fine. Like, fine. Talk with, like, it's like <laughs> still do what you wanna do. Like, yeah. and still do it. Like, I, you know, I still use slang and everything, but I think it's like, I think there's sometimes a pressure entering the community where it's like, oh shit, like to fit in, I gotta do this. Or even like, you know, alcohol and drugs, I gotta go out every weekend to be on the scene and meet people. But I'm like, if it's a lot of gay people that don't like drinking. Like they don't <laughs> like smoking. They don't like being at the bars, they don't like being at a club. They like to, you know, sit in the you know, crib, read books and you know, do chill shit. So I think that and I think, um, yeah. And I think another misconception is um there's differences in like gay people and other people, like a lot of my closest friends are straight men. Like, you know what I'm saying? And like, we talk about the same shit as <laughs> if we, before I told them, we still talk about, it. you know, Andre and Philip. like those are my fucking boys. And it's like, you know, they've accepted me fully. And like, you know, all of my other friends, you know, thank you to both of y'all too. Like, I don't know. I think there's really just no difference. And I think people yeah. try to uh, other them, but I think it's oftentimes like they don't meet gay people that have similarities to them sometimes. Or they think that like, Oh my god, they gonna make me do drag and all this shit. I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> then they we're all still. I'm like, we like, can still, no... you know, if you smoking blunts and chilling is your thing, we could do that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You, you know, like the fucking do bonfires, nigga. I like to do bonfires. I have to go, <laughs> nigga. I went fishing. We go fishing. The gay niggas go fishing. <laughs> I went fishing the other day. We be yeah. doing some shit that oh, is very, crying. you know, people would say is straight shit. Like, you know, it's like it's literally just the fact that it's just funny. I think there's a misconception. I think being gay instantly others you but i'm like we be doing all the same things maybe like you know a little more fabulous a little razzle dazzle <laughs> but shit nothing wrong with some razzle dazzle so yeah I think that's it i think it's just that we really all be the same i think it's just society and the world tries to separate us yeah like like having this conversation i'm thinking the biggest mis- um misconception is that like there's a difference like, i don't think there's a difference <laughs> like the next question was gonna be what you're into yeah i'm like is there, I, the next question was gonna be like is there a difference between straight and gay relationships but like from this conversation i don't think there's a difference no, no, no. <laughs> no. like amen or just like yeah. straight men the stupid. yes <laughs> like, no i'm telling you i think like that's <laughs> no that's it i think the only difference that makes it in, even inherently different and i think it's like the lack of the feminine energy in gay, like, you know, when talking about gay male relationships is like, you think about it, it's really just two dudes. (laughs) Being dumb, being bad at texting, trying to say the right thing, trying to impress. So it's just like two people trying to do that. And I think there's more of like a tug and play in straight relationships, but it really is no difference. Like, I think like, you know, people be cheating on people. I'm not saying that that's like, that's like a relationship. <laughs> all gay people cheat. <laughs> all gay people cheat. No, but like you know what I'm saying. It's just be the same. People shit. cheat. Yeah, like figuring <laughs> stuff out with people, growing, building, doing stuff with your partner. Like that's all the same. And we all have the same, you know, like you know, experience. But you know, like you know, sometimes you go on a date and you're like, 
damn, like, I, I don't know if I really want to go on this date or, damn, how do I break it over with this person? That is real shit. No, none of us has mastered that across sexual orientation, yeah, gender, nothing. It's like, how do you tell somebody you, like, I enjoyed our time, but Yo, I don't ass. think it's a match. <laughs> how do you tell, like, we that all try to drunk that. Out, right? <laughs> so it's like, so it's the same thing. It's cool. different. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, and, you know, so I think it's that. It's just like, uh, there are probably some little nuances and differences, but I think from the the baseline of two people who maybe have a point of reference or don't have a point of reference coming together, trying to suss things out, I think it's the same process, mm. no matter like who it is. You know what I'm saying? And I think, um, yeah, I'm just starting to see that too. Like, there's more fluidity out there with people, people not being so much like closed minded, which I fuck with. Um, but yeah, I think that's it. It's like I think. The real big difference is that it's just two of those stupid energies. Not stupid, but you get what I mean. It's <laughs> yeah, just like yeah. two of those, like you know, male energies coming together. So I think some, like I think in this, and that's why the sexual piece I think is like the main difference in some ways. Um, but beyond that, I think everything else is kind of very similar. You know what I'm saying? And I'll also say on the sexual tip, like as I gotten older, not that it's gotten easier to have sex, but like the conversation is, is a lot more open. Right? Yeah, like when you were younger, it was like. Like as at least from my point of view, it was like I was trying to have sex with a girl. It was like, okay, but I got to take her on a date first, and I got to do this, I got to do that, and now it's just like, hey, like, do you want to have sex? No, okay, cool. No, it's, <laughs> yeah, no, and I think that's the thing, and I think that's what gay men probably cracked the code on earlier. Yeah, exactly. It's like, yeah, we all horny, like, but I think that I think to your point, it's like you grow up, you learn, yeah. you learn, like, okay. I mean, you still take, take no, 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 dates, no. sir. Let me <laughs> stop. Let me stop. Oh, God, I'm fucking around. I'm not like a fucking dad. Oh my god, I feel like a dad. But no, I'm fucking around. <laughs> do what you do, kid. But um, you know what I'm saying. But it's exactly what your point. It's like the more comfortable you get with yourself, yeah. you kind of know. You're like, okay, what is up? Like, you know, we can go on a date, but we can also chill in the crib, <laughs> and I can make you dinner, watch a movie. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like easier to have this conversation yeah. when people are just being real. And I think that's the thing. Facts. It's like just being straight up what you want and like your intentions and not like sugarcoating it. Because that, that, the, the first way you said too, that gives set the wrong expectation. Yeah. Like, you don't want to really date this person. You're like, why are you taking me on a date now? Like, what you know what I'm saying? I've been in that hole so many times. Yes. <laughs> so many times. Yeah. So, you know, I, I agree. I think it's like, you know, I would say, yeah, I think it's the, it's like, I think it's sometimes maybe like the timeline or like how it manifests is different, but I think the, the baseline of dating is pretty similar across mm. both groups. Um, I mean, and also gay men, we just ended up some like not freak shit, but like we got like, parties, you know. You, I've heard, like, heard of the cruising. Yeah, there's like this cruising. There's a lot of different configurations of the gay relationship. Like, you know, a lot of couples, a lot of open relationships. So I think you bump into that maybe more, but I think, but, like, but I'm not trying to date somebody like who's already in a relationship. So I guess, yeah, pretty much, pretty much some similarities, yeah. but. You know, we can do a whole nother episode about that. But yeah, there, there, there's like there's like a there's like a tug and play. Um, my final question. What's your best advice for younger gay men? Okay. That's a good question. Um, oh my god. I appreciate y'all asking that too. I think what I would say to like a younger gay man is kind of what I mentioned earlier. There's no set way to be gay so and i think you can do with that information what you must in the sense of if you want to fucking you know and i'm not saying these are just examples this is not what everybody does but if you want to get your nails done you want to 
dye your hair you want to dress like very artsy and do it do that shit like if that is true to you but it's also okay if you want to you know fucking not you know fucking wear sweatsuits all the time or fucking <laughs> you know fucking hang out with the boys like i don't know like whatever that is like i think you gay is what you make it it is not you know what i'm saying i think there's a whole community out there which is fire to have but i think sometimes you know you think you need to like change certain stuff about yourself to fit in but like you know like i said to me being gay is like a preference of who you enjoy who you want to be with and like who you enjoy you know sexually or relate romantically even and i think you do not need to contort yourself for anybody else um and I think, you know, you don't have to also accept the labels. I think in the gay community, a lot of labels, you know, like you could be, um, you know, they have like Twink, Bear, Jock, fucking Twunk. Yeah, I'm like, what, you, what does this mean? Yo, <laughs> yeah, like, never yeah, like yo, it's like so many different phrases we have to like categorize people in the gay community. And I think that can be daunting. But like I said, these are labels that other people created. You do not need to put yourself in that box or, you know, feel othered if you don't fit into one of those categories so nicely um because i think that is like something that was hard for me is like people telling me i'm a bear and you know either bears are super aggressive or super yeah submissive. i'm like what's a bear what's a bear a- is like <laughs> it's like a visual thing it's like so like some are visual some are like preferences like a bear is somebody who's like like a bigger like either like a just a bigger man like even be like super muscular or you know usually like with beard maybe a little bit older um and like bigger you know body wise um so i'm trying to think of who's a good example of a bear <laughs> oh my god you have much robin big big was a sign like if he was gay he would be a bear oh, okay okay, um, okay and okay. then you have like cubs who are like just smaller bears like you know maybe a little smaller like younger <laughs> so like i feel like people are putting me in that fucking territory and then you have like twinks that are like you super young like 20 21 like tiny little like you know gay guys i'm trying to think of an example of a twink like oh my gosh what's his name timothy if you were gay timothy chavalet him and um what's the spider-man dude they'd be perfect examples of twinks <laughs> like yes but timothy chavalet he looks just mark, like, <laughs> yes, mark. i told mark he, he never twink. Told yeah you got your jocks they're just like the you know beefy kind of fucking fit as fuck like that dude who does the fucking um soul cycle classes online i don't know if you've ever seen this shit he's like gay he's funny or whatever Uh, he's to me like jock like yeah he's like jock so it's just all these different categories it's a lot of different (laughs) categories we could do i could i'm damn i should have brought the damn list in my notes (laughs) but i think that is the one thing that i think you know people don't i think they try to put these labels on you, but you don't have to accept it. And especially, like, I don't know, you don't have to, um, abide, 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 like, you know, abide by it. Like, people would call me a bear. And I think what comes with that is to be either being super aggressive, like, you know, a daddy type, or super submissive, like, you just let fucking everybody just fucking hit. And I'm like, I don't really fit in either one of those categories. I was like, I might, you know, look, I might look that way, but, you know, people didn't start expecting certain stuff from me. Yeah. I'm like, I don't want to feel that way. And then the last thing, and I just had it at the tip of my tongue. It's going to come out at some point. But um, no, I think just, um, damn. Oh, my gosh. Um, Oh, my gosh. I lost it. Those are two great ones. (laughs) But no, I think, um, damn, no, there was another one I had to. But I would just say, in all, a younger gay person, 
leveling up in the gay community um i think just like be like i think try like remember what this community stands for and i think if you go with the true meaning you'll be fine and by that i mean gay community is known for being like super open accepting come as you are i think sometimes it feels as if it can be um you know sometimes it'd be segregated like even the bars here in new york city like like you know there's no bar where it's like a general mix of people that's playing like good mix of music it's usually like you got your more poppy bar yeah you got your bar where it's like all the black and spanish dudes is at you know it might be some bars that are more like you know latino forward um and i think just remembering that of like this group is supposed to be open and what it comes with that being open to yourself not being scared to like you know speak up I think those things go uh, a long way. And uh, don't let people pressure you either. Like, I have friends in high school, they tried to make me come out back then. And I was like, I wasn't ready. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of told some people that things would happen. You know, I don't think I was ready. So, like, do things at your own time, like, and you'll be fine. So, I think just don't conform. Don't let other people try to tell you how to be gay. It's <laughs> your experience, it's your journey. Um, but, you know, they have days like National Coming Out Day. If you never use that day, you are more than fine. You still gay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't make you any less or more. So I think just really just try to, like, you know, manage your internal compass um, would be my biggest, biggest advice. Um, and, yeah, try shit out. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, whether it's, it doesn't have to be, you know, just dating, but, you know, try it out. Like, whether it's, like, a certain type of people, like, shoot your fucking shot, I guess. <laughs> like, shoot your shot, too. Like, don't let people try to tell you what you can and can't do or like you know whether it's dating like i've snagged some dudes when i was at my biggest i'm like i want them back so i think it's just like confidence confidence i think be confident be yourself and the right things come and it might be hard in some areas um but you know i think also find your group find your circle i think that's something i struggled with when i first was going through stuff and it was helped me it's like i had my friend liam he was also coming out at a similar time and going through the same thing. So, like, we kind of always had each other, like, piggyback questions off of. So, I think okay. also find your group. Like, find your people that you can be open with, be silly, be goofy. Um, if you're not silly or goofy, you could be serious and read a book with the motherfuckers. <laughs> I don't know. But just find your group as well and all that shit. Like, it, it helps. Like, it just makes everything, like, more fun. And just have fun. Like, <laughs> goddamn, that's it. That's it. That's it. But, yeah, I think that would be my biggest tips for somebody like coming out or entering the gay community or moving to new york the gay scene just try your best to always define your own standard of what that means to you and don't let anybody else's like preferences impact yours and you will always i promise like be good or be happy or you'll find the right people you know and i think you'll always be fine if you do that i will say for me working at schools and like it's like pretty open like teachers are supportive other students are supportive like and like like i said like kids they dead us like finding their group like yeah i have one kid i don't know if he's gay but he definitely not only that he hangs out with the girls but like he asks me questions we have a i have a co-counselor that i'm pretty sure she's gay he asks her questions and they be like giving each other advice and stuff so i was like i think yeah like the world we live in now is way more open and supportive so i think it's good <laughs> No, <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. I think it's like having those people that you can talk to, 
be I mean honestly have people like you that like set an example like for that student probably yo I have a straight black man I can just talk to he's not looking at me sideways he's not judging me like I promise you that shit goes so much like goes so far and I think just having more examples like that really do help because I think it's just like we live in a world where people do you know people have strong opinions people can be hateful but if you just meet people that just make it seem like they not even thinking about it that is what we <laughs> all want at least for me I hate being perceived I just wish I could just live my life and then, nobody really yeah. commented on it they like I didn't notice that I was like perfect I did some stupid <laughs> shit or I said some dumb shit like you know what I'm saying so it's just like that just you know I think people just making you just feel like Yo, comfortable don't even, yeah. comfortable then, like, also I mean, to me it's like it don't even it's not even right gay nigga <laughs> what I didn't even know he was gay like I think some people like obviously it's like obviously being seen but it's like you know at the same time like, some people be like I don't even want this person to even be like thinking about yeah I, you know what I'm saying like I just want them treating like me personally yeah. like you know so that's it but uh, no, I appreciate that like we mean people in, like, yeah in conversations like this too like I don't think too many people just actually sit and talk like yeah that's why I wanted to take the time because I remember like when you came on like I, I didn't know when you, when you came on um, last time and then like as we went through the conversation you brought it up and I was like, oh okay interesting and I was like oh I don't know him well enough to ask so I'm like I'm gonna wait and then obviously I had this opportunity I was like I think it'd be good just to have the conversation on the podcast and have it be out there so. yeah no and i appreciate you let me share my story i might have been a little bit jumbled i'm gonna need you to <laughs> let me stop but nah, and i think it's important just because i think um like i said i've had so many great like straight friends in my life that always made me feel supported and i think that's why my gay experience has been kind of unique in some ways of like i've just been coasting and some that sounds like it could sound bad but like i've really been like cruising i never really had too many tumultuous moments but i think that all comes from having people around you that like i said they never made me feel too much differently for that piece of myself um even when i come out you know they might ask questions but it was never like a we never harped on it like you yeah know? so i think that goes such a long way so just appreciate y'all for letting me come on talk to y'all come see danny's apartment <laughs> and i and i fucking yeah i enjoy it so thank you so much <laughs> of course um, if you guys enjoyed this episode, make sure you leave a like down below, subscribe, download the episode, and we'll see you guys in the next one. Deuces. Peace.